0: The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Are you longing for a place where hope, ideas, and new ways of thinking can arise? For nearly 50 years, Omega Institute's campus in Rhinebeck, New York, has been a gathering place where world-class teachers provide innovative educational experiences that cultivate extraordinary potential in us all. Join us either on campus or online
1: Find a location near you
0: at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us.
1: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, welcome to Past Yet Present. I'm Marilyn Kapp, spiritual medium and author of Love is Greater Than Pain. Those who cast share our need for love, understanding, and resolution Together, we go from communication to collaboration. Welcome back to Past Yet Present. Well, we've been doing a lot of talking about connection and collaboration and the invitation to go on that carpet ride. Again, maybe you're a frequent flyer, but together we've been exploring the different visceral ways of channeling, and one might be right for you, all might be right for you, maybe you're creating something completely different. But the thing is that when we ride that consciousness wave, whether we're flying from out there in the stars, or we're picturing our magic carpet because we're on the ground floor, and maybe it lifts us, and maybe it shakes a little bit, or maybe we invite our loved ones to sit on it right next to us. You see, the most important thing there is we are in their presence. We're in their presence whenever they need us. Think about that for a moment. They have access to us, and we are in their presence. So stop and just lean back, and let's do our protection. Take a deep breath. Ah, We clothe ourselves in a robe of light composed of love, the power, and the wisdom of divine consciousness. We wear it not only for our own protection, but also so that those who see it or come in contact with it will be drawn to divine and healed. Let your breath be soft and allow your shoulders to fall down. And what a sweet invitation. And everyone is drawn in for the light. If they're not feeling they're in that light, well, they need more growth or something else going on. Blessings, blessings, but they're not hanging around. This is all for healing purposes. You never have to worry about anything that way. And when you invite people in, you know what the sweetness of the invitation is. Those who are working on opening up and might not be at that vibration, but wanting to be, that invitation matters to them. Nothing is wasted. If your out-of-body loved one is sitting right next to you, but you're not aware of it in the way that, you know, they're aware of your presence— if you just stop and say, huh? If you go, oh, they'll already feel better. If you say, I love you, huh, they're flying. And there are a few people out here saying, if you if you call me an effing pain in the ass, I'll know it's you. So do whatever comes. There's a lot of humor and how we interact. It's so broad. It's so broad. They want me to share with you that years ago, I channeled for a lady her granddaughter had passed. And I kept hearing these expletives, some I didn't even know. I mean, they're pretty creative. And I was trying to, this is way back like 30 years ago, maybe. I was trying to make it nicer. And it was just, I wasn't paraphrasing, I was doing, but I was skipping some of the worst words. And then I just said, Oh God, I can't do this. I'm just going to repeat what she's saying. And I let it out. That's when she started to cry, grabbed her chest, and said, That's my baby. So you know what? Love is love is love is love is love. And how we express it is different for different people. But here's how it works for all of us. Reciprocity raises the bar. I had to say bar. I'm from Boston. So if you're from, if we know you're from back there, it it raises the bar. At any rate, think of whatever accent you have and throw it in. Okay. Reciprocity does raise the bar because here's the thing if they know to hang out in our presence because it makes them feel better, who are we to tell them not to? So you have people telling you, you know, maybe you shouldn't ask them, maybe you shouldn't do that. I really was so, 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 so fortunate to study with professor and writer Elie Wiesel. I would talk to him about this. Doesn't it say in the Bible we're not supposed to go conjuring? And he was so happy helpful. He was so helpful. And he said, you know, there were a couple of things that that was geared towards. That was geared towards sitting around. And back in those days, they would keep the body and was just okay, we're going to hang out here, like really just trying to continue the regular life of the body in the room. Or he said there were other things going on where People would try and conjure spirits for their own gain to alter something on the physical plane. That's where people get all kinds of ideas of, you know, oh, we're going to, you know, whatever. It's interesting because they're laughing out there and they're saying, we ask our bodies to do all kinds of things when we pray. Mom, can you help? You know, I'm always asking my parents, helping along with God, help with this and help with that. Of course we do. Of course we're going to ask for help from them. So this is how it works with channeling. They just had me stop and we stopped the recording and I'm looking up and going Yeah. They stop and they kind of put things together and it's happening in real time. And there were people making comments and there were guards guards, ha Malaprop guides coming through. I guess there are guards too. And there are a lot of people who are looking to get through to the people they love. And you can have that happen. You don't need a conduit. You Please remember, you don't need a medium. This is yours. So getting back to what Elie Wiesel would say, the desire to have people come in and do things, people back in ancient times, that's why it got the bad rep of, hey, let's not not go bothering our out-of-body folks. And the thing is, if you look at a lot of what's written in the books that we read on the holidays and the different religions, it's everlasting life, and God is, it's so very fascinating that everlasting life is incorporated and that they shall rise up, and however they want to put it. But what Elie Wiesel did for me was that he said, if they're here to heal and they're here to help, that's well it's it's in light there's a reciprocity but then there's something extra and he's smiling he likes to come in and smile because here's the thing when we're sending them love we're easing them and they're sending us love and it's reciprocal it's reciprocal and we're not doing anything that we're not supposed to be doing in terms of bothering people who are doing something else or doing something inappropriate. If you are listening and focusing and looking to receive as well as to give, that is absolutely appropriate. But what you're receiving is the continuation of the collaboration. You're continuing the reciprocity and you're healing the issues that you might have had. And also, let's not not forget this, whatever dreams you had for this person that you wished for them to have here that you could be witness to. It also works whatever you have going on that you would like them to go to. Somebody we care about just went out of body, and he was hoping to stay until a granddaughter was married next month. He began to realize as he's laughing, he says his body couldn't support him and he knew he wouldn't be able to, but he realized that if he went, when he needed to go, and it was quite recent, that he would be expanded and well and be able to be there and watch the entire event. And also, and he's an older man, he was much older when he passed, he's laughing and he says to tell you, I'll be there watching with my parents. It's their great-granddaughter, so we won't miss it. But the only thing that my family will miss, he wants you to know, his name is Bill. He says, I feel very sad because my children and grandchildren will not see my face and my reaction. But that's a very, very, very different feeling than, oh my God, he's not here to see this. So while we really do grieve that we can't see the reaction of our loved one, he wants to remind you with a smile that not only is he going to be at his granddaughter's wedding next month, but he's already been checking in and listening to some of the plans, access that he wouldn't have had. You know, I think I've often talked about one of our daughter's very bestie-bestie friends. He's he's a Broadway guy, and in Playbill, he always says... To Mommy you have the best seat in the house. She's out of body. She's laughing. She hasn't missed one show. And when you're in the physical, it's not so easy. They want us to know that they get a lot of bennies out there. And it isn't like they're flaunting them in our face. We have our job to do here. But when we're feeling guilty about, oh, gee, should I like, I laughed at a joke. Oh, my God, I went to a movie and I forgot. I'm a bad, you know. No, 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 it's the opposite. They want that for us. They want that expansion for us. They're looking for that expansion. And here's the thing, even if you have, they just use the word retaliation, even if you feel you deserve some kind of, oh, I wasn't nice, or our heads do all kinds of things, and in reality, on the ground floor, yeah, we can be all kinds of unconscious all kinds of not paying attention and all kinds of loving but not being in the moment sometimes or distracted you don't want to be stuck there your loved one isn't and when they want to be with you and just feel held they'll sit and watch oh that's cute Uh, malaprop they'll sit next to you but the next sentence was Oh, God, they love these shows. Apparently, there's there's new startup of some of these shows, the singing shows, the dancing shows, the, the they spin and do whatever they do shows. You have to vote. You have to do whatever. There are a lot of kids who love those shows. Years ago, I think it was like the second round of what, what are these, um, the original vocal thing. One kid came in and he argued with his brother, his brothers in body with his parents having a session. He argued with him about who he thought should have won. And apparently it picked up on the argument they had all season. They care. They want to. It's so interesting when we think about how much we miss them and we want them. But, you know, sharing is caring. They're caring about us. So they're sharing their need to be with us. And we are not within the context of, oh, no, we shouldn't bother them. Bother us please, they say, appropriately. We we don't want to know how to put a hex on so-and-so who stiffed you over whatever. No. And they're making us laugh, I hope. But the thing is, they're with us in little things and in big things. And it's interesting. Somebody just asked me recently, all these people who look up and say, thank you, God, when they got the goal and when they got the other one, What's What about the one who didn't get it? You know what? We collaborate in whatever way we want to. It's okay to ask. It's okay to share. It's all about being in light. And it's so funny. You know, when I just heard from up, they said, if you'd be too embarrassed to say what it is, maybe you shouldn't ask for it. However, if it's intimate and you think it's stupid and you think that it's silly or you think that, Ah, it's okay. If your kid knows how to do something a certain way and he does it in a goofy way, you know, if if he would always give you that side eye, the bird's going to come and it's going to tilt its head to the side and look at you just that way. Collaborating, reciprocity, it's all here. And what we need to do with it is have fun, 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 bear words, have joy with it. Because, you know, I, I was young and when I had this conversation with Ellie was oh god, I was like what? Twenty, twenty, I think twenty one I was so scared I was twenty-one and he was my teacher. And he just, you know, think of his background. What he's he wrote the book night. I mean, he knows what, what some things that have happened on the ground floor. And this is a man of joy who said that they're here to help. This could be used to help. Don't think it's an affront to any religion. Passing it along. And your loved ones and your mentors, they're passing it along Till Whatever resonates with you. Hold on to it. Put it in your pocket. Dance with it. If it doesn't just, like a peanut shell, just toss it aside, but don't litter. You know? It's okay. Let it go. You don't need it. There are a lot of things that come in You might not need, and it's okay. You can choose to let things go in a very different way. Talking to a friend recently who's going through chemo, and we talked about she had been through it before, I've been through it before. And we talked about the power of acceptance. You know, I didn't know this was would happen, it was pretty spontaneous, and with uh, anything I do is with a lot of help out there. But I actually thanked God for the cancer, and then I gave it back, and I said, but I'll take the learning curve, and I really hope you let me stay here. We can collaborate on that, please, please, please. But I'll take the learning curve. But I figured if something like that came in, it had something to teach. And so even if I know it sounds like it, it isn't a quite perfect sounding analogy. Oh, they say it is a perfect sounding analogy, because I tried to go with my brain instead of going with them. And they're having me do this because we all do it. So here's something we all might do. If you catch yourself doing it, it's fun. My brain wanted to say, and that has really served, uh, yada, 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 yada. So what I heard from out there, once again, and this is how Channel works, they just stopped cold and said, shut it. So we did. And I've been listening and listening. And I'm asking them how they best want to present this. And there are so many ways to do it. Sometimes you get a visitation of something you don't want, like something like cancer, and it's there. And I find, and my friends, if you look for the gratitude in it, we'll find the goodies in it. And, you know, we all know it's a nightmare and we don't want anyone to go through it. But it's interesting because when we think about some of the challenges we've been through with the people we love maybe there's an unresolved issue maybe there's something that you know you talk about cancer you sit there and go okay i'm going to do the treatment but what am i going to do i mean what do i do right now so i actually pictured lifting it from my body and giving it to god and turning it to light so if there's something i understand now oh yeah i get it now They're playing with us. I was going to go off and continue with whatever it is I was going to say that my mind started to take over because they were thinking about me, and it's so individual. But they had me stop and broaden it out because we all do it, and we want to give ourselves a little grace. We can jump around. We can get angry. We can decide we don't want something, and all of those are valid and powerful and can serve us very well. But sometimes there's a reciprocity that you just might not. just like, cancer, what do I want you for? So you give it back. But it's a collaboration. And maybe you've had an argument, different situation. But you've had an argument with someone, now they're out of body. There's no way to resolve it. Maybe you want to tell them something, or maybe you want to tell them off. Either way, you have the ability to do that. There are a bunch of people sitting around out there going, I'd rather you tell me off than not talk to me at all just acknowledge me. You see, resolution, resolution, resolution. We are sharing because we're caring. I mean, how much more simple can they be? We're caring because they are sharing. So if you're going to incorporate, they're laughing about this because they're talking about things that you stumble around on on the ground floor. If you look at it that way, you get hurt, there's an accident, there's A cancer, something like that. And and then, you know, what do you do with it? Are you resistant? How do you... God, there are so many books to talk about that. But then there are ways we can use an analogy in terms of our people and our loved ones who are out of body. And if we have the permission, and if we have the allowing, and we believe in the reciprocity, maybe just wiggle on over to the idea that they're having fun with us as we release it from our gut fun. No, they don't want to hear us cry. So many kids say they only cry when we cry. And as we know, we have to do it to let out the grief. But we're talking about collaboration. We're talking about reciprocity. And when we're sharing even if you're letting something out that you believe is negative, I told you not to go that day. I to- I told you that guy was no, I told you that. Whatever it is you are going through, whatever it is, you're sharing, even if it's your angst. And that sharing, that sharing raises the vibe, raises the bar because they feel cared about. You know the drill as you grow up and nobody yells at you for staying out late or you wish they did or nobody's watching or nobody. We all want some parameters that somebody's looking out for us. We're still doing that for each other. We want them to be okay, but we're grieving what they might have done that we thought they might have done, that they might have wanted to do. And maybe they're realigning a new way on how to do it to their best of their abilities. And maybe they want to include you in it And maybe you're mad as
0: hell, it isn't the way you pictured it. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new brainy chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Life, they
1: just want to say, has so much joy in it. But sometimes you need to choose it actively to align yourself because you might not have chosen for it to go this way. You might not have chosen to be in the pain you're in. And you can stay in that place And sometimes we need to. But in the long run, they want us to know with such compassion. They're not judging us in that place. But they don't want us to stay there long. You know why? It's like they have the cheat sheet. They see us. We're in a more dense vibrational space than they are. So they can see us. One kid's laughing and says, you can see the radio. You can turn the dial for the frequency, but you can't see the radio waves. But is the music real? Are you really hearing it? And he says, oh, God, you know, he just said, you'd have to be deaf to not. And again, if you are deaf, there are other ways that they will come through. And we mean no slander, but some some kids wisecracking out there. Basically, if you're able to hear and you know what? Here's what's really interesting. They want me to tell you something. I hear people I have my whole life, people who are out of body. I would say less, yeah, maybe on one hand, you can count the times that I've heard them out loud. I hear that other people, I hear haha. ha. I hear that other people hear them out loud all the time. I don't. I hear them inside my head, but I could tell the voice is not my own. Everyone does it differently. Everyone does. But you know, if they're hearing you complain about them, if if one kid is saying, just tell me, I miss you not telling me what a pain in the ass I am. My heart needs that. Please, will you give that to me? You don't have to be a perfect angel here on earth because you're picturing them being perfect angels on a harp, on a harp, ha, ha, with a harp and on a cloud. Again, it comes in Fast. And we talked, I think it was last time, about our generation and the ones before us. We get to see the clouds from up above after generations that didn't. We get to see, we get to hear, we're always expanding. They want to share with us. They're sitting next to us. They're kind of hitting us and poking us. And if we laugh with them, if we share with them, if we even just go, hell yeah, okay, yeah, whatever, nothing to lose, they're already happy. And it raises the bar. And the thing is, oh, they're laughing, they're laughing. One of one of our friends out there who likes to come in says, why do you call them spirits? Because it's how you feel when you go to the, bar. they're just, you know, they like to wisecrack and all of that. But the thing is, they will do anything to make you laugh. And sometimes the more dire the situation, the more desperate they are to do that for us to lighten, but also for themselves because you know their shtick, you know their stuff, you know what makes them tick, you know. And they know these things about you. So you agreed with your heart to go on the ride even if it does not lift off the floor and you sit on the carpet and you say, here, come sit next to me. Because that carpet is magic. You are magic. Could you imagine if you never got out of the car and stretched? It doesn't mean you're never getting back in your car again. And sometimes the car gets tempted and you have to get, you know, I'm, as we get older, I joke that I'm going for the, you know, the 60-mile checkup or yeah, we're a lot like that. But while we live in that instrument, we stretch and we're so much bigger than the instrument and we fly around attached to our instrument as we meditate, sleep, and dream. Yes, we do. And sometimes spontaneously. And if you're th- it's your thing, that's great. Have fun with it. If it's not, make it your responsibility to feel out what feels right for you. Because not everything might. Your comfort level will be different, and this is very important, based on your predispositions. They just love talking fast out there. Their predisposition. Your predisposition to the plans you made to be here on the earth plane and what you want to do. You may be determined. Some of us come in as old people and we get younger as we get older. Some of us come in pretty heavy and we get lighter as we go along. Others come in to learn and expand and look around and wonder and everything feels new and it reminds us of what we had out there, but in a different way. There are so many different ways and you've aligned them. When we do our sessions together, when you sit and do it by yourself and with others, when you get together in a group and you do it, when you open your eyes, your vision is different. Everything is more clear. Everything feels more light. Do you notice it? Maybe, maybe not. But I can tell you it's true. When we do this, picture that beautiful old radio on the shelf and, you know, we can get it. We like the sun, but hee, hee, hee. So we go and we turn that dial and we get it. And you turn it just, a hey, year too much. And it's back to the static. And you turn that dial and sometimes you need the static because it's just like sometimes you need a little white noise or or, or any color noise just to fill it in because it's too much. Okay, maybe you want to change the station, but here's the thing. When you tune it in, you're tuning into what you need right now and you'll drop out of the brain telling you what you would have, could have, should have, maybe this, that. Sure, the brain's going to do that drop down into the heart. We clothe ourselves in a robe of light. You know the drill. And it isn't a drill. It's just a soft, sweet acknowledgement that you're wrapped in light. Yes, you wear it for your own protection, but you invite all. You invite all. And your loved ones who are here with you, they might be poking at you to resolve something. I'll tell you something that they want me to share with you. From channeling, you know, most of the time I'm channeling and they're telling you directly, but they want me to tell you as as, as a person who's channeled, and I'm sure other people who've channeled will tell you as well. Almost always, I can't even think of exceptions. There's, there's remorse sometimes on someone's part when they're not in their right mind. They wish they had hugged. They wish they had. But in terms of hatred, you know, There are so many people we love out there through no, in quotes, fault of their own, wrong place, wrong time, or murder, accident, strange things that happen. And I have never met a person out there who's vengeful and angry or hateful. Now, the heat's been on, and they just want you to know this. If you're going to explore, you need to know what goes on in in the far corners that we don't explore all the time. There was a lot of support and a lot of love. They had access to their family. Whatever happened to them, they were able to describe. Though it was horrific, it was told in light. They were not reliving pain. And I can tell you the only times that there was a fire were the couple of times where the person was still out there and who could act again. And that's when I would feel, they would put energy in my hands that something needed to be done on the earth plane so a perpetrator could not do it again. One younger person who had been abducted And she came in, and this is what I always hope, oh God, do I pray I'm wrong. But I heard her, and she said, I went out shortly after I was abducted. I've been out here, and I'm fine. And I know that everyone's still looking to see if there's a face that looks like mine, what I would look like this many years later. And it was like 20 years later. It turned out that she came in, and she channeled and wanted her family to know she, well, actually, it was the family. She was very happy that her family learned. They later got resolution that none of this is from memory. I don't remember what I channel, So they're, I'm, they're just showing me what road to go down. Eventually... The family did learn and they were contacted by the people who were working with them in law enforcement that a man who had been jailed for a murder or two, he was in the process of going out of body and he confessed to several others. One was hers and it happened within the day that she had been abducted. So very, very unfortunately, it was correct what she came in. But you know what? Even when we channeled her way before that, yeah, I went out then. She didn't even want to talk about that. She didn't want to talk about that person because apparently he was already jailed and he couldn't hurt anybody. So she, oh, yeah, she says, I'll talk about it now. She says, do you know, she felt she had a big headache because that guy was out there when it first happened. Later, she wasn't worried at all. But the thing is that they are very concerned. They're concerned for others. They're concerned for us. Her concern was that he would hurt someone else. She was already out of body. Her concern was that her parents and that her family have some... She doesn't want to use closure because she never wants the door closed, that there was transition. And, of course, being the channeler, I'm, of of course, hoping and praying I'm wrong because we always want to keep that door open. But that is what she said. The thing is, why is she coming in now and bringing this up? Because other than wanting to make sure if there was something she could do to aid on the physical plane, she would do it. And that's all of them out there. You know, usually when they're healthy enough to do that, when they've worked through their own anger, Or maybe they didn't do what they thought they should do. When they do that life review and get to that peaceful place, oh, God, how they want to help us. And do you know they will help random people? Oh, yes, they do. Sometimes somebody has something happen, and they fall down. A kid sometimes will fall down. They'll feel a hand underneath. Sometimes it's grandma. Sometimes it's someone who's just hanging out. Sometimes, oh, there was a family that lives not too far away, and, and I've talked with them a few times. The kids used to get really scared because this old man lived in the house. And we channeled, and he just liked hanging out, and he loved the kids' energy. So whenever they played their video games, he'd go and sit on the bed and freak them out. It was a vibe for them. It felt different, so it frightened them. They weren't frightened running down the hall scared. But these things happen, and it's energy. And he wasn't trying to let them know. And I hope these stories, they're not intended to scare you. No, not at all. Basically, when we just remember our birthright, we're flowing with love, joy, peace, and compassion. There's a very, very beautiful group, Healing Pack, HealingPAQ.org. Some pals, and they have, oh, God, such beautiful stuff. You want to meditate, you can play with them. And they always talk about flowing in the divine river of love, joy, peace, and compassion. And I think about this, and what a beautiful sentence. But sometimes lately when I'm in trouble, actually, um, my friend Mary Beth, whose husband Hector is our engineer and dear friend who's sitting here with Harry and I, as you know, we do it together. Mary Beth isn't here today. But she said the other day to me that, you know, when I'm having a hard time, all I have to do is put myself back to I am flowing in the divine river of love, joy, peace, and compassion. It's funny because when I tend to do that, I what I've shared this with you before, that one time when there was some tension going on and it wasn't about me, but I could feel it, I went in the other room and I and I heard, I channeled in, how do you feel? Without everybody else going on, just you, how do you feel? Well, Mary Beth was doing it in a way that was so easy to flow into. We all do it in different ways. And that divine love, joy, peace, and compassion is something that she's done some meditation with Healing Pack, and that comes from them. And that's where I learned that one. And that's something that when you feel you're just shaking, when you feel you can't breathe, when you feel like your chest doesn't have another heave left in it, and your body is tired because there are no tears left, and you're curled up and in your gut, there really is no purpose because you can't fix to make it the way you wish it could be. But if you can take a breath, and if you can recognize with the collaboration of your loved one, even if they were a flaming pain, and wherever you're thinking, they're out there. And just about everything they're mad about, with very rare exceptions, they look at water under the bridge because they know a lot of it is bull and transference and big problems, big issues. Yeah, they get resolved and they get worked on. And yes, we can still do it. But here's the thing they are looking to collaborate. They are looking. They're caring, and so they're sharing. And they end up in a situation where they're looking at what they did and what... So yeah, they tend to do what we do because they're freshly out of body and they're... Yeah, it's my fault, it's my fault. Even the stubborn ones are out there going, Oh, no, this is dreadful. How do I let them know? You can decide right now to loosen up, whatever chains you have, if there are any around your heart. And notice what you're feeling in your hands and your feet because we're learning how to incorporate our physical cues with our vehicle while we're in our vehicle and while we're talking about this, while we're thinking about this. Let yourself feel whatever you're feeling. Right now you might have a person saying, oh please, wasn't that just so stupid, you know I love you. And your gut can feel, well, that's been hurting me and hurting me. But yeah, something came in this morning, and I shared it with Harry. And I said, remind me to tell this, because they want to tell it. And he didn't bring it up, and I didn't remember it until just now. They want us to be happy. And in the same way that even those who went out by, well, very hard circumstances, they want us to be okay. It matters to them. Many years ago, over 20 years ago, actually, I'm pretty sure, I channeled for a woman. I had channeled for her and she told me she wanted to bring her niece. Okay. It took her a few months till she could talk her into doing it. We did it in person. She was trying to hold herself up and having a hard time. Just so beaten now. And she sat there and her daughter came in and her daughter told her, I'm listening to her daughter because of course, we, do, we never do this by memory. What they tell is what they tell to their loved ones. But she's coming in to share with you that she was so upset and she would sit next to her mother and she would try. She would sing to her mother the way her mother would sing to her. But her mother was so angry that she couldn't feel it. She couldn't hear it. And she wants to explain to you, this isn't how it came out, but she's telling you now, years later. She said, my mama was so angry at herself that she wouldn't let anyone or me help her because she was sad, not just sad, but she was angry because she thought she did me wrong. And what happened was, and she used to tell me all the time, my best friend lived diagonally across the street. We were in the city, and I'd go running down and always, always remember to watch, remember to watch, remember to watch. And it's a busy street, but also busy with a lot of neighbors and kids. And this mama's always looking out the window, and she isn't that young. (laughs) She just said she's old enough to know better, this kid. But she saw her, and she had something, and she ran. And so the mama heard a commotion, and she went downstairs. And as she came out, the people that had gathered around, it was a crowd already, they pulled her into the circle. And she realized, oh God, oh God, it had to be. But the daughter wants you to know this is what happened for me. I heard them. Here she is. Make way. They're saying her name. Make way. Let her in. Let her in. And her body couldn't hold her. And before she could look at her mama, she asked there was an ancestor there, there was a great grandma. Maybe her grandma, too. And she closed her eyes and she went with them because if she looked with her mother, she knew she would just rip her up. She couldn't do it. She told her mother and she said, You think I didn't hold on because I don't love you enough. I had to go before I could see you because I love you so much. Do you know now? And the mother chest dissolved. And then she said, now I'm mad at you. And the mother was shocked. And she said, you see, this mama also had younger twins. And she used to, the daughter was saying, and I I remember this image too. She told her mother, we would cut up fruit and we'd have so much fun. We cut up all the fruits that were in season and we ate healthy and we'd have junk once in a while, but not much. And you would talk to us and say, this is God's candy. And now you eat crap and the TV is on and you eat crap and you don't even pay attention. And um, I found her, her children had been removed from her because she hadn't been able to take care of them. And she says, they need you. They need you. But don't feel guilty. I understand. But I need you. Now that you know, can you be our mama now for all three of us? Now that you know, we need you, we need you, we need you. So this kid didn't hold back. She just said she was young. This happened a while ago, and she was young, like seven years old. And she says, maybe I was so zealous, I didn't know to hold back. Once I got it through how much I love, oh God, I ripped into her because she was going to die if she didn't change. When that came up this morning, I guess she came in this morning and said she wanted to talk about that. And I can share with you that one of the happiest, happiest calls I ever got in my whole life was several weeks later, maybe a couple months later, the aunt that brought her called and said she had her twins back with her. And she was getting a lot of help and support, but every day they were figuring it out and they were healing it. They were healing together. So you know what? They can be mad at us out there because they want better for us. They could be mad out there because they want to stop someone from hurting us. But they're not mad because they know that love continues and they know that dead is a word we use when we can't hug them on the physical plane. Let's go back to the radio. When they change the song or when you shut it, is the frequency dead? No, it's none. If you put it back on, the song will come through. We're like that, you know, out here. They want you to know. You tune in and we're with you. And we're not mad. And if you murdered someone, talk to them about it. That just came in, too. There are all kinds of things. Oh, do you know how many dogs and cats have come in? And the first thing they say, they show what they look like so we can describe it. I'll feel in my body the things that hurt them so we can describe it. And then they say, thank you. I was holding on long because I love you and I didn't want to let you down. Thank you for releasing me. That happens, too. It all comes down to love. And you think you don't know about love just because you're in your your vehicle? Yes, you do. That mama, she knows how much she loves her girl. And she was worried she wasn't enough. And her girl needed her to know that mama was enough. And that she had to take her enough and be enough. And then it could spread out. She could do it. she could love on the earth plane. And make her daughter in the out of body happy. So, when you're sitting on the couch and you might be laughing because you might not like whoever is winning or whatever, doing whatever they do, and that the singing games and the whatever they're doing out there, you like these things, most likely have loved ones sitting there going, oh, yeah, well, yeah, they like to enjoy the old things. That daughter talked about. We used to cut up fruit. It was so visceral. I could feel her mother feel it. When we connect on the physical plane to make it good, they receive it. You see, we get our goodies from the spiritual plane and it fills us up. They want their goodies too. If it's their birthday, buy a cake and eat some, as long as you're not diabetic. Get a toy and donate it. Honor, 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 but do what the earth plane, give them gifts because it matters. And if you hear me crying, it's because I am. Because one thing I learned about channeling is when they channel in, if they're crying, they will come through the instrument. And it's okay to cry. And you're inside your instrument, and so am I. And it's how we can express our pain but also our joy. And this girl, it's years now, but she says everything has changed. And one of the players who helped bring her mom to do this is out of body now and is helping her from out there instead of here. And that's okay. Recently, someone called and said, I bet this happens to you all the time. I want you to channel the person you used to channel for. Who knows? Maybe one of you will channel me. <laughs> We're all in it together. It all matters. So whatever the pain is, if a man like Elie Wiesel can sit there with his eyes all big and filled with love and tell me that it matters, a man who... It had to change. I was seeing all the people around him all the time. It was time now to let all, they're not cats, but all the people, let them out of the bag, let people know. When you share and when you're honest, you give yourself permission and other people permission to live their truth. No more hiding. No more hiding. And that's one of the great things about getting old is if you ask me, because I don't care what people think. And it's a really lovely thing. No, it isn't like I'm going around being nasty. I care. And I'm also learning to be a whole lot more tolerant, too. It's really interesting how it isn't about tolerance. I think everyone should do whatever they want. But I was brought up, oh, you know, it's like, you know, it's 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 fun to see people expressing themselves in ways that in our generation, it was not so popular, looking at the joy in it rather than, you know, in other words, I'm talking about when the old people used to say, hey, hippies with your long hair, whatever people are doing now, how beautiful it is. We're expressing ourselves. It is quite interesting. Someone's son got a tattoo, and the family was not all that keen on it, and it was in their tradition that it wasn't a popular thing. And you know what he said? When his mother said, Well, gee, it's so permanent, he said, Well, of all people, you would think, No, it's an expression. I'm learning along the way, too. How we express ourselves can be varied and beautiful, and we learn along the way how we're taught to accept the truths that come into us, and then we broaden out. And when someone we love, and as we get older and more and more people we love are out of body, they'll help reflect the truth, and we can expand even when we're mad, even when it wasn't what we hoped for. And sometimes we can find a way, if we're not having joy in what we planned, finding the joy, finding the trail, and exploring it of what is instead of what we planned. Because every road leads to the love of why we are here. So allow yourself to feel that way and soften. Because they have. Allow yourself to feel all the things on the physical plane, because if you need to get out there and change things or find somebody who's going to be not so good, yeah, we need all that action on the physical plane. But a few kids are saying if things are said and done and the person who might have perpetuated their outer, if it was an illness and you had no control and you had no, we're not angry. We're usually not. And if we are, we'll help you figure out what we want, what we want to say. But usually we're angry at ourselves because we didn't let you know. And now it's harder for you to hear. So in your mind, tune the radio. And if you're younger, tune whatever it is you tune. (laughs) I'm an old transistor radio girl. I'd climb a tree and have a transistor radio and a book. In whatever way that you fine-tune or if it's just in your beautiful Vehicle, if it's with a hug, if it's with a friend, if it's looking with the mirror, hugging the dog, or petting the kitty. Allow yourself to just expand and love and ease some of that pain. Let the earth absorb it and let anything that's left rise up and be healed because that's where it is being healed. And now you're collaborating. And there you go there you go until next time thank you for sharing this energy in space together we collaborate raising the vibration for all i'm marilyn cap author of love is greater than pain and you can find me at marilyncap.com remember the healing continues with those who are past yet present
0: by emailing your questions to me at sandrataylor.net. Join me on the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you have an online course or an event or a book you'd like to promote? We've got the right audience for you. Our listeners love content like the show you just heard. You can reach our engaged audiences by advertising right here on mindbodyspirit.fm, the podcast network in shows about wellness, self-care, spirituality, angels, and more. Contact info at mindbodyspirit.fm.